Hey everyone, welcome to Sunny Commutes, a podcast where I combine the worlds of web development and business and share my experiences. This is podcast episode 59, where I'll be talking about DevOps and why I hate it, but I found ways to deal with it. So let me go ahead and start by explaining what DevOps is. And it's short for developer operations, and it's essentially a process that includes everything needed to get a website or app in front of users. So essentially, developers will write code to add features, add the actual user interface, and then to be able to get it on a domain like mycoolapp.com so that people can actually see it. You need DevOps to build a deployment process to get that code uh, on that domain in front of users. So why do I hate DevOps? Um, I'll go down this list, and it's not really specifically just me hating on DevOps, like DevOps is something that is needed. But uh, as someone that builds their own websites, so for any like solo founders that want to build an app on the side or their own startup, but they don't have the money to hire other people specifically for DevOps, also for small companies like startups. Uh, You don't really want to, you know, put a lot of time and money into setting up DevOps when you're small enough really not to care about any of that stuff just yet in terms of scaling and all of those things that are entailed. You know, you just want your app in front of users, right? And you don't have a ton of traffic, so you don't need any sophisticated system. So let me go ahead and explain uh, all of these things that I hate about DevOps. So first, um, there's a lot of manual work involved, like learning how to set up servers, how to install packages via SSH, setting up a deployment process, and troubleshooting issues if something goes wrong. And typically, you'll be doing that in a command line. And that list just goes on and on. So it's its own thing. There's a lot to learn about it. It's not something you just set up in a weekend and, you know, and you're good to go. No, if you're doing it manually, if you're doing it from scratch, um, there's, there's a lot that you need to do. Now, the second thing is if you're managing DevOps on your own or if you have, you know, a small team and, um, and you're the person that's, that's managing DevOps, um, if something goes wrong, all that responsibility, it's on you. So if a server's hacked, or if the server goes down, if there's some downtime, um, all of that is, is on you for, to, for you to fix and get it back up, right? Um, so personally, I don't think that is something that, you know, if you don't know especially a lot about DevOps, that's, if that's, that's not something that you should be responsible for. Um, so that's the second thing I hate about DevOps, just, you know, how, how important that is, but how easily that can happen to you and you may not be able to do something about it. Um, or it might take you know some time to get your server back up. Now the third thing is learning to scale for higher traffic. So um, this is where DevOps can get really complex and sophisticated where there's many different scaling systems. You can do a load balancer, which essentially means you have multiple servers and you have a single server that just routes traffic to different servers. So the, the load balancer, that's the only role that it serves. It just routes traffic so that the, the server load is distributed. So if you have like you know a million users trying to reach your website, okay, well, server A gets uh, you know, 250,000 of those users. Server B gets 250,000. It's just all distributed across four servers. 
Um, now, something like this, you know, setting it up, learning about what load balancers are, how to properly do that routing and all that, especially if you have a small app, um, this is just not needed and wasting time on all of that just to, you know, have a sophisticated system for scaling. There's also auto scaling, just spinning up new servers as traffic um, increases during certain times. Like let's say you land on the homepage of a new site like Hacker News and you're gonna have a ton of traffic, but that's not gonna be a constant traffic for your app like every single day. Um, so there's something called auto scaling that can you know, spin up new servers um, on demand. Um, but this is just not something that you need, especially early on. So um, just having to learn that and you know, something to prepare for, that's not something that I'm a fan of. Um, and the fourth and final thing is it takes away time as a developer for me just writing my app. Um, and as a small company too, like you don't want to focus too much on the deployment process because that's not, not what your business is about. Your business is whatever app you're actually writing. So anything that takes time away from that, you're just essentially just losing money, really, right? Um, so yes, that's four things that I hate about DevOps. Now, let's talk about how I've learned to deal with it. So cue the, the Snoop Dogg music, need some sunglasses I need to put on. Um, how do I deal with it? I don't, honestly. Um, and, and this is like, honestly, like DevOps is not something that um, as, as a company that's focused on just, you know, building some sort of app or website, like I said, you don't want to be dealing with actually the deployment process. So you should just depend on other services and other people to do that for you. So there's a couple services that actually mentioned on episode 57 on how to run a software business for free. So if you have static sites, I recommend you use Netlify. And they essentially do like all of the DevOps uh, related work for you. Um, so if you have a static site, even with some dynamic functionality, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But if you have a static website, you can deploy that really easily. There's not a lot that's involved in terms of uh, keeping that server, you know, up to um, just keeping it up and uh, being able to serve a lot of traffic. And uh, what Netlify does for you is you can deploy really easily um, to multiple branches. So you can do like a git push and you'll be able to deploy your code right away to your domain and and it's up, like there's nothing, you know, Netlify also handles the bills for you. That's another thing that you'll typically run into with like running out of memory issues and things like that. So if you have static sites, just use Netlify, um, it's great. And for e even the features that you need to be dynamic, like if you need, um, if you need like forms, contact forms on your site, Netlify handles that for you. If you need authentication, they got that too. And if you need just any sort of backend functionality, like if you're writing an API, if you can turn that into serverless functions, Netlify already integrates that as well. So it's essentially AWS Lambda, and you can just run, you know, no JS code or any sort of server-side code. Now, if you really need custom applications, so if it's not static or if you can't do serverless, um, so if, let's say you have like just a Node.js app, um, so what I do is I spin up a digital ocean server and instead of, you know, again, manually building or manually setting up the, the DevOps process, um, what I do is actually I found um, a service called Flynn. That's F-L-Y-N-N. -N. 
Um, and I'll have that link in the show notes. And it essentially provides, so it's a tool that you install on your server, and it essentially provides like a Heroku-like experience for building and deploying your applications. So it handles the server management stuff for you. So even though you are creating your own server, you're not in the you're you're not maintaining it really. You're not you know setting up the deployment process, um, managing the different um, services on that server. Um, so Flynn kind of just handles all that for me, which is nice. And there's another alternative that I think might be easier to set up. It's called Doku. That's D-O-K-K-U. And so there's multiple you know services like this. But essentially, even if you have to spin up your own server and do deployment, I highly recommend using one of these kind of um, like software as a service um, that you can host on your own server. So software as a service as a service, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, these are really nice. And it essentially just similar to Netlify, it helps you not have to deal with uh, DevOps. And you can also use something like Heroku, which does the DevOps uh, stuff for you. So instead of even spinning up your own server, you can use Heroku, but it can get expensive. So that's my only caveat with that. Um, So what are some of the lessons learned? Um, So one, it's important to get right but you shouldn't waste time having a perfect system for deployment and scaling and all that. You have a small app, um, and by small, I mean like you could still handle, you know, tens of thousands of requests. So really it's not that small, but in comparison to like Google or something, which gets like millions, you know, you probably don't need like a super sophisticated um, scaling system. So just don't waste time on that. Focus on building out your apps. Um, two, try to let other smart people do it for you. So Netlify, Heroku, uh, Flynn, and all the other services that I mentioned. Um, and finally, if you absolutely have to, you know, use Flynn or Doku if you need to set up your own server. Um, look into DigitalOcean. They also make a lot of this stuff easy for you as well. And yeah, just let the smart people figure it out. Let the people that focus on DevOps do the hard work for you. So I hope that made sense. I hope you learned something about uh, DevOps, how you can make it easier. Um, definitely a little bit of a clickbait title on this. Uh, you know, DevOps sucks. Like, it really doesn't suck. But if you have to deal with um, setting it up on your own manually, it's not the most fun thing. And you want to, you know, optimize your time um, if you are building apps or if you are running a small company and whatnot. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, vote on the next topic that I'll talk about on ideascratch.com slash sunnycommutes. You can also catch all the episodes of the podcast on our website, sunnycommutes.fm. You can follow me on Twitter and give me feedback, sunnysync.io, and I'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace.